0: Welcome to a special edition of the Women and Gridiron show. This is the Outback post-game edition of the podcast. It's a little bit different than our other episodes. It's just me and my band of merry women, which tonight consists of Red, chatting about the game, no segments, no structure. We're free balling it. Red, we just finished up watching game one of the campaign v Canada. Thoughts on the final score? I thought our predictions were pretty close.
1: Yeah, I think we were all pretty much in the ballpark. I think, what did I say, 30- Thirty to six or 30 to eight or something like that um yeah I think Christy Moran was the same for me I'm just so stoked that we got on the board I think that Canada is a world-class team so for us to really get out there and give it to them early, awesome love it
0: yeah definitely I mean I think just watching the game I was so uh, we were all chatting pre-game obviously offline and I was saying how nervous I was because I didn't know how this was going to turn out but Came out surprisingly strong and I was actually so into the first half that I was like, yeah, we could really, really do this. Um, Just Mm -hmm. because there were so many good things that were happening. I mean, goal line defence for a start. I mean, keeping Canada out um, and just time and time again coming at it. So tenacious. I loved it.
1: Yeah, I think think our D-line and our our goal line defence really held up across the game. I don't think that really fell down. It was one of those things where you really surprise yourself when you're backed up against a wall. Um, So I was really proud of those girls in those sort of moments. Uh, We came out really strong. I was a little bit worried about the fact that Canada's just come off a full season. They play full games, you know what I mean? So um, they've got a lot of that experience. A lot of the girls or the women that have been playing in Outback right now may not have had two three-hour games before so this might have been new so I was really interested to see how the longevity of the game would go I think we did all right and
0: joining us right now Miss Nat we haven't seen you for a couple of weeks on the podcast and you decide to jump into my zoom tonight just for this episode Nat how are you first of all
2: mate I'm doing good it's been a long time between chats so it's really good to see you guys on screen
0: Yeah, indeed. And you're just sitting there with COVID. So you're going to be our perfect like scout reporter for this whole thing.
2: Mate, I've got the spicy cough. Yes. So um, yeah, it's not been great, but I think we've all had our rounds and uh, yeah, it's clearly my second round.
0: Oh, you're sounding better than I did. I tell you that much. Nat, we were just uh, chatting about the game. What what did you think of the scoreline?
2: Look, to be honest, I think I wasn't surprised. I was actually really, really impressed with how the girls came out, actually. Um, It was really good to see them come out and have a bit of confidence and, um place and I, th- I thought they looked comfortable like comfortable in a way that was really nice and refreshing to see from the outback squad so it was really pleasing you know disappointing you never get the win but i don't really think that was the intent of our campaign so um yeah it was good to see some small little pockets of um you know opportunity we took advantage of um yeah it was really it was a good game for the girls and i think they should be proud
0: yeah definitely definitely I agree completely with what you said about seeing something new it looked like they were having so much fun um, and I think that that's something that uh, wasn't missing from the last Outback campaign but we definitely went in there with a different mission um, so for them to go in there and be able to play fun football oh that's the dream is it not let's uh, let's talk key moments of the game um, bit of an analysis here Red key moments for you what do you got?
1: Look, I've actually changed my mind since we talked about this earlier. I'm going to go key moment, Kelly Whitehead taking that intercept. Um, Such a crucial play. It really lifted the team's morale. And she's just, you know, she played with us in New South Wales when she was, what, 18? She came across from South Australia. They didn't even have a league. She was playing with the men, like the the Colts. She's just the epitome of resilience to me. She loves the game. She's put more in than anyone in our country, I believe, because how do you come from a state that's never had a women's league and be that good? Um so for me, that pick for her is just pay off for all the effort that she's put on put in for the last like six or seven years. What a what a ripper.
0: I know. She's she's definitely gonna be one that's gonna be uh you know keeping this Outback campaign strong for the next couple of years because she's got the useful energy that is the key key points of the Australian team this year. Uh, So she can keep that rolling. Nat, what were your key moments of the game?
2: Uh, Look, I I loved seeing Izzy at, at that quarterback position. I felt like, you know, once she calmed her nerves, I think she was really comfortable and confident and the Izzy that I've seen on field before. So it was awesome. You know, I know the work that's gone into her getting to that point and it was awesome to see. And, you know, some of those connections with, you know, Cody and Jordan, Um, amazing football to watch and um, yeah really proud of her yeah
0: I don't think we can go past talking about analysis without talking about Jordan's touchdown I mean we got on the board uh, you know other than Miss Chris Moran now we have someone else on our scoreboard Jordan DiMizio I mean she was everywhere tonight I don't know how many how many targets she had but it was definitely up in the double digits and she didn't miss a couple uh, you know a couple overthrown a couple uh, underthrown but I mean, she's just an athlete, and uh you know she deserved to get on the board for that one the other the other play that got uh that got me going was uh the fake punt in the first drive. I'm like, what what is this? And here we are on our little uh on our post post game chats on Facebook, and Nat's telling me Jenks never punts, and I'm like, well, I mean, I love pulling that out in an outback you know experience, why not? And this goes towards what I was saying about having fun it looked like they were having fun, um but yeah. So, so many, so many good plays happened from, uh, from a, uh, not a con, but in terms of improvement, what should we be looking at? Personally for me, I, I think that the secondary need to be more aggressive, um much more aggressive and, and really <clears throat> nail that outside containment because that was the only thing that was killing that defense. I mean, amazing goal line stands, in the box was pretty solid, a couple of tackles for loss, uh, you know, getting into the backfield for sure. Um, but other areas, guys, that the, the, the Outback players could look to improve on for their next game?
1: Yeah, look, um, I think you've got me and Nat here from the O-line. <laughs> We're going to be watching that pretty closely. Um, I think that there was a little bit of confusion. I didn't see some real dominance there on the O-line. There was a couple of players that did really well. Um, and, you know, every play, there were a couple of blocks that really, really hit. And there was a couple of whiffs in there that we almost we almost got there with some of the plays. Um, I think I was I was talking to, to you ladies throughout the game that we seemed a little bit one-dimensional. A lot of our offensive plays were on the outside. I would really love if we could get something going up the guts, get that sort of hard-nosed football in there. Um, and that's just going to take a little bit of more cohesion through the O-line. I know a lot of the girls had COVID through the camp, so that might be something that's playing towards it. But uh, we really need them to come together so we can be a more well-rounded team.
2: Yeah, and, and I think you're right, Red. I think I'd love to see a lot more cleaner blocks, like really sealing those edges so that, you know, the backs have a really, really good path to follow. Um, I, and I think you're right. I, I, I want to just see a bit more aggression come from us you know and I think that will come in game two once the girls get a chance to go back and look at the footage and actually see they are quite capable and hopefully that gives them a bit of a confidence boost and we see them really come out firing uh, for the next game.
0: Yeah, I completely agree. Um, you know, I, you'd hope that this was just first game nerves, getting it out there. But also, I think, uh, you know, Canada really surprised me, as in, I think that I had built them up so much in my head from the last time that we played them that I was expecting them just to, to be punishing. But They had their mistakes too. We disrupted a whole heap of stuff. So, you know, for me, I think it brought Canada back down to a level of, oh, okay, all right, well, they're just another team and and we had every capability to be able to beat them. Um, And we looked on real momentum there for the first half, that's for sure. Can I just say that I think special teams needs to be so much more of a focus not just at an outback level but at club level because it really is that third phase of the game and you know we had some great returns um, back there Uh, what was her name whale number 11 um, from WA she had some great returns but I think we could be doing so much more and I think to really round out the team as a whole to have uh, you know a point of contention in each phase of the game we really need to step up on that special teams and make it a key focus at club level leading up to outback level that's for sure
1: yeah look I think you're really right there Stace I think what happens sometimes in the Australian game is that we have you know, a lot of women that come down who've never even really seen the game before, who don't know what any of the positions are. They've never really seen anything. So a lot of the focus from the coaches comes from that offensive and defensive standpoint. Um, retention is a big thing for clubs as well. So really getting to that, sport, or that, that point where we can build on the game. Um, and so that special teams isn't an afterthought. I know that It is as important as the rest of the game, but sometimes when you're not getting people to training and you're not doing, you know, it's hard. It's really hard to focus on special teams when so much of the game is played on offense and defense. So um, hopefully coming out of this COVID slump, we can really get a bit more attention, get these players coming back, get a focus on these sort of important parts of the game because we've all been, I know I've been in a game where special teams has, has thrown it. Um, and every time that happens, you're just kicking yourself. So it'd be really nice if we could see a real upward trend um, in in the amount of people that we've got down at trainings over the next year or so.
0: Yeah, completely agree. I mean, we could segue off. I don't want to right now because this is just post-game, but we do eventually need to talk about the pathway development from uh, from our players <clears throat> over the next couple of years because it needs to be a focus if we're going to make it to the next world championship guys who were your key players of tonight uh nat who you got
2: first you're gonna ask me um i would say it would be either izzy or cody uh, for me they were ones i was you know i loved watching um and were the ones to watch so i think as their confidence build we're going to see a lot more connection from those um and really drive that offense downfield
0: yep definitely red key players
1: Look, for me, I'm going to go with Rihanna Edbrook. Um, I think she had a phenomenal game. I think that she she was everywhere Um, and she's just so tough and relentless. Cody, I thought, had a phenomenal first half and Jordan Dumizio had a great game, Um, but... Yeah, I, I think Rihanna did a really good job of just sticking in there and she really doesn't get disheartened, which is what I love, because D line's that's such a relentless position. You get smacked in the mouth seven hundred times a game and she's just ready to go again. So yeah, I loved her.
0: Yeah, I think I'd have to add in uh Dania Herdman, uh her open field tackling. Um, you know, she was left, you know, several times to have to clean up the mess in the uh, you know, as the final final part of the defense uh, and she did that really really well so props to her guys we rotated through all of our quarterbacks tonight um, which I thought was really interesting I thought it was a it was a a good thing that happened um, so that they all get experience what did we think of how the quarterbacks did tonight obviously Izzy played really well I mean uh, passing wise excellent decision making really good I don't think Danny necessarily was put in the best starting position you know I felt like she was starting on the back foot and for someone that's faced so much adversity to get to this point in her journey as a quarterback to be the outback quarterback to start in that position like backed up on you know in your opposing 15 and have to run your way out of it I don't know if that was the the best environment to put her in for her to succeed
2: Yeah, I, I tend to agree with his face. And and I know, like, we know Danny, we know that she'll reflect, she'll watch that game film over and over and over as well. But, um, yeah, I mean, horrible situation to be put in, and I felt for her, you know, those, those few downs. So hopefully um, we can move past that. Uh, but it was great to see all three quarterbacks, I guess, um, get a run, get a bit more comfortable with the contact and um, get used to the field. So hopefully they're a lot more confident for the next game.
1: Yeah, look, I think it was really hard for Danny going in in that situation. I think we we're all feeling for it, but to be honest, someone has to do it. If you're backed up there, the team, it's, it's a team effort that got you there. It's its its really hard. Um, Danny is a very experienced player and someone that, um, you know, may have been the best for the job in that situation. It was really hard. She's not a one-man team, so um, a lot of those mistakes that were had there wasn't completely on her. Um Really hard situation. Like I said, somebody's got to go in and do it. And Danny is resilient enough to wash that off. It's just a game. She'll come back out strong.
0: Yeah, definitely. I completely agree. And it was actually really nice seeing Heather Marini, uh, you know, in Australian colours. You know, she she had some uh, some decent snaps in there. But what, what struck me about her is was how confident she looked. Like she just knew what was going on. And I guess this goes back to her experience as, you know, as a, a quarterback's coach and training under the great Allison Cahill from the WFA and the Boston Renegades. But it was so nice to just see the, the confidence in this quarterback that no one had really ever seen before. So that was really surprising, but yeah. Key plays, key moments in the game that we could have uh, capitalised on, key things that we did. Uh, it was a great game, and we're so excited um, that for the girls to get out there and uh, get back again. Currently, next game is a little bit up in the air. Um, we're going to be talking about this tomorrow. We're going to be talking about this when our podcast drops on Tuesday, so you'll hear – all the conversation around uh, the situation with Mexico and how that's going to affect the brackets and what that means for Team Australia then. So you'll hear about us talk about that. But know that there is a schedule change um, and it is a little bit up in the air at the moment. Our game, our next game preview, um, you know, is going to drop on Tuesday the 2nd and we're going to have some special guests on there. Nat, Red, it's 11 o'clock at night. I'm sitting here in my uh, old man, Cardi, with my tea, Uh, on a Saturday night because you know we have nothing better to do than sit and watch football and talk about it at 11 o'clock at night but thanks so much for joining me can't wait to chat some more about football over the next couple of days there's going to be plenty to watch
1: yeah look super excited to see the rest of it come together um like I said we have to really wait and see what the rest of this game is but thank you so much for having us on it was yeah, you know, look at us. We're, we're not going to be anywhere else on a Saturday night if there's a game of footy. So, <laughs> it's
0: uh, yeah, it's all we're going to do. But thanks for having us on. It's been good, Nat. You go, go and uh, rest your little COVID head. And uh, everyone else, we will see you guys on Tuesday. Uh, make sure that you're catching up with everything on the socials. Share, download, tag all your mates. Uh, let's get everyone making some noise for the Outback. Uh, this is a momentous occasion. So, yeah, we'll catch you next time.